0: Welcome to a very special Short in the Arm podcast episode coming to you from Johannesburg, Josie. My name is Yvette Raphael.
1: And I'm Ben Plumley, And this is the podcast about innovation and equity in global health. And yes, this week, we are in Johannesburg for a number of World AIDS Day related uh, podcasts that we're doing. And um, Yvette, I mean, we've got a fantastic backdrop here of a beautiful downtown Johannesburg, including, by the way, the Mandela Bridge, which I absolutely adore as a a piece of architecture. But what the hell has been happening with the weather
0: here? It's been
1: freezing.
0: You brought it. You brought the English weather. It's usually not this gray, Ben, so please cheer up.
1: (laughs) Well, I came from California, of course.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Ben, so today we have a very special Cast
1: on is cast of characters would be yes. the right way to describe it. Yeah. Mm,
0: yes, very special guests. Our MTV Staying Alive family. So tell us about. Yeah, today. yeah,
1: absolutely. Well, we're here, all of us, as MTV Staying Alive Foundation. It's a really big week for us, and uh, we have a mixture of board members and uh, and senior staff. But let's kick off with uh, uh, Monday. And I'm blocking on your surname uh, to Twala, Monday Twala. Twala. <laughs> and I was practicing this, Monday. You are basically the SVP and the general manager of Paramount in Africa.
2: Can you say a bit about what you do? Oh, what do I do? Oh, I do quite a lot. So I wear I wear a couple of uh, hats, um, and, and 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 I'm different characters depending on the time of day. Uh, you catch me. Um, but uh, but what I really do is uh, is uh, I'm in the content business, uh, television. Um, we obviously run Paramount Africa, um, which uh, has uh, you know it's an entertainment platform, entertainment network across channels like MTV, MTV Base, Comedy Central, BET, the Nickelodeon uh, channels, Nicktoons, Nickelodeon, uh, Nick Jr. Um, and we work across the continent. You know uh, we obviously Paramount is a global business, but I obviously look after the business here in Africa. Um, we've got offices here in Johannesburg and, uh, and strategically in Nigeria um, in order to be able to access the rest of the continent. Um, really what we do is um, we entertain. Um, we are about culture. We are about the youth um, and, and impact. You know, using using our platforms uh, for good, uh, leveraging the power of content, the power of creativity, the power of collaboration and partnerships to really make sure that we can really um, just reimagine, you know, a new Africa, progressive Mm -hmm. Africa um, that is driving content for the youth by the youth, content for the culture by the culture Mm -hmm. uh, and taking it to the world.
1: Yeah. And I think you are providing content that is going to be much more exciting to us in those northern colder climates. Um, (laughs) So. And uh, we're also joined by, I have to say, my partner in crime as co-chair of the MTV Staying Alive Foundation, yeah. Stephanie Nglovo, or Stephanie Sandoz. You can find her on all social media. Mm-hmm. Steph, you are an interesting one because you have a, uh, a long history with MTV Staying Alive, mm-hmm. but you're now a personality. You and your husband have your own very successful YouTube channel. Yeah. What are you up to these days?
3: These days, uh, besides being a mom. And um, being a mom. (laughs) It feels like a full-time job, but um, besides that, like you say, my husband and I, we have, um, we content creators, we have our own YouTube channel, but we also have a production company, so we do a bit of production work. um, Still doing some acting, and yeah, I think I just have my hands in, you know, number of plates.
1: Yeah. We've been doing a lot of meetings by Zoom, so yes. it's great that we're actually sitting next to each other. Yes. And uh, we have discovered that your baby and mm-hmm. my pug, the Instagram <laughs> sensation hashtag crazy Eddie the pug, set each other off.
3: Yes. Because every time we meet, and then um, Ruth starts, you know, acting up the minute I have a Zoom meeting, and then your pug also starts and then they kind of fight, you know. Zoom fight. Zoom fight, yeah. And you just hear like, Yeah, it's fun, fun times. Yeah, fun times.
1: Uh, And last and absolutely by no means least, we're joined by uh, a regular of A Shot in the Arm podcast and a friend of us so so deeply. It's Georgia Arnold, who's the executive director of MTV Staying Alive. Hello. Georgia, hi.
4: Hi. I think I brought the weather with me, by the way. From London. (laughs) Must be. My Uber driver told me that I like the shiny stuff. I do like the shiny
1: stuff. (laughs) The shiny stuff being? Sunshine. Oh, sunshine.
4: Yeah.
1: I thought you were going to say shiny stuff as in rain because I don't know what that is anymore coming (laughs) from California. (laughs) But hey-ho, onto our first area of conversation. Uh, MTV Sugar. Um, One of the primary um, foundation stones of that is the uh, MTV Sugar series in South Africa, Sugar Down South. And I'd love to get your all senses of, you know, what um, we're seeking to, to, to do with that, the kind of ground we're trying to break. But, I mean, Yvette, you and I, we've, we've been on the front lines of fighting HIV for <clears throat> too many years. What do you see as the sort of set the ground for us? What do you see as the sort of the, the challenges that youth programming such as MTV needs to tackle these days?
0: I think the, uh, one of the things that we have to focus on as MTV Staying Alive is the reality. You know, one of the biggest issues these days for me is mental issues for young people. The, the issue around mental uh, issue, the issue around some of the things that they really face, poverty is a big thing. We cannot, I say this a lot, we cannot deal with HIV unless we deal with the structural drivers. We have to start thinking about the things that they face, which is abortion, things that are really not spoken about, not even in families. But if we can bring that out in something like MTV Staying Alive and Down South, it would be the greatest opportunity for young people to feel what they're going through is not something that is unique to them or they're doing something yeah. wrong, Ben. Yeah.
1: I mean, Steph, you, this is really where you have possibly one of the most intimate relationships with yeah. MTV Sugar because you were in season one.
3: I was. So I was in MTV Sugar Dance Out season one. I think it was about five years, is it five years mm-hmm. ago? Yeah. Um, and. Interesting enough, it was actually the first role that I think launched my career as an actor. Because prior to that, I wasn't entirely sure if I wanted to be, you know, in the industry. And I kind of just went there bright eyed and very, very much not really knowing what I I felt like I didn't know what I was doing. But um, thankfully, the team and, you know, the director and the producer was really able to sort of, you know, yeah, it just set me at ease. So that was my first lead role, uh, which I played sixteen-year-old uh, Tulu, and she unfortunately died. Um,
0: something uh, I'll never get
3: over. Yes. Never, ever, ever, ever <laughs> get over or forgive. I'm joking. But uh, yeah, and she had an, a very interesting uh, storyline. And I really enjoyed, you know, just immersing myself into the character and into her storyline.
1: And and that had a, the storyline really covered HIV and abuse as well, yes. didn't it?
3: It did. It did. So she was in a transactional relationship with um, a character called Sol, who was played by Ayanda. And um, he was uh, like a lot older than her. And so the transactional relationship became abusive. And, you know, the whole storyline was just around, yeah, the basis of transactional relationships and how they affect, you know, young people. Um, and not only is it like people think transactional relationships, oh, it's because you want, you know, the latest designer, this and that. But sometimes it's not even, you know, about about that. Sometimes in some situations it's about providing for the family and so forth and so on. So very interesting. And I love the fact that, you know, her ending was based on, you um, know, something that was, you know, true in the sense that, well, no one had ever died. I was the, you know, the guinea pig. So, but I, I I think I enjoyed the fact that it was because one of the young um, girls had, you know, said that this is a reality that we face, young people face. And so someone has to die. And that just shows and reflects what MTV uh, Down South, or what MTV Sugar, you know, stands for, which is real life stories.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And, and, So you've mentioned this point about real life stories, but for for Monday and and Georgia, one of the ones that really sticks out to me is Reggie, um, uh, uh, a a young gay guy coming out. And I don't know if you could sort of share the story of how Reggie came to be and and just how that played out in South Africa and across the continent. Well,
4: Reggie's storyline is... One of my favourite storylines that we've along done, with obviously <laughs> along with Stephs, um, uh, in the series. But I actually look at Reggie's storyline from being a mother, and there is a scene that I find so powerful when Reggie comes out to his mum, and, and Reggie is sixteen years old. And what we see first is Reggie coming out to himself, and then his close friends and his family, and everyone has a very different reaction. Some are really like, yeah, and? So what? Well, you know, this is nothing new. And some are obviously not comfortable with the situation at all. And when he tells his mum, and he's been beaten up by his friend, she looks at him and she, you know, she what she wants him to do is get back out there and be who he is. And he says, Mom, didn't you even hear what I told you? And she says... Reggie, I carried you for nine whole months. Mm -hmm. I know everything about you. And what was so powerful is, for me, is the love of a mother with her child, that it doesn't matter who you are, you can be anyone, but your mother will love you. And I found that really powerful. What was really interesting about the storyline is here in South Africa, it is legal, not always accepted as, as the same in the UK, but it's legal to be gay, but with MTV Sugar, we give the content away to any broadcaster anywhere around the world who wants to wear it. And so we're here on SOBC1, um, but we also play in countries across Africa where it is illegal. So this was really tricky for us. We had to make a decision about did we censor ourselves um, or did we give options? Because yeah. it was really important to get the other messaging out there. Mm-hmm. So we created two versions, the South African version and the pan-African version. We offered both versions to every broadcaster. The only broadcasters who picked up the South African version was the South African broadcasters. But on YouTube, we only put the South African version up. Mm. So what we saw were young people from Nigeria, Tanzania, Uganda, responding to Reggie's storyline. And often it was homophobic content. Mm-hmm. So we were moderating it, but actually we stopped because what we saw was that our audience were moderating themselves.
1: Self-moderation. And, yeah, and it yeah. was
4: really powerful and fantastic to see.
1: Yeah. yeah. I mean, Monday, so so sugar down south is pretty cutting edge, right? So how does that work from a content creator, a commercial content creator? Um, how comfortable have you been pushing the boundaries, and what has the impact been for audiences in South Africa, particularly? It's, it's.
2: I, I think this is one of the most important, bold, um, um, and very progressive formats in terms of just modelling, you know, storytelling. Um, because you know, I've worked, I've worked in this market, and obviously, I've grown up. Uh, I grew up in Soweto, I'm a boy. You know, growing up in Soweto, there's many, many other Mondays out there, and young kids out there in townships and rural areas who don't only watch television for entertainment. Mm. They watch television to see the world. They watch television to see themselves. You know, they watch television to 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 for exposure to other worlds, to content, to information. So, so, so I don't think any young person on this continent is watching mm. TV for pure. Uh, con- uh, 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 pure content and just entertainment uh, uh, value alone, you know. So, and this—the that, power of this project, That's the power of 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 the, the Staying Alive Foundation that, that in, in bringing sugar to to the fort, bringing sugar to the continent. Whether you have different versions or not, it doesn't matter because what what does matter is that a young Reggie in Kenya, in Uganda, in. The rest of the continent, there's many young Regis that are seeing themselves reflected and and, and, and seeing and finding and looking for solutions on how to either come out Mm -hmm. or how to engage with their friends, their parents, their teachers, their community, and how to approach society with their challenges. And it doesn't have to be, you know, gender issues. It could be social issues. Mm -hmm. Issues of mental health are hugely important now. We've seen the increase of suicide rates across young African males has increased tremendously. And and we need to do something about that. Mm -hmm. Maybe there's a storyline. Maybe there's, um, um, you know, help or self-help programs or peer-to-peer programs that come out of sugar that we can extend out further to really, really build and inspire and shift and change and give solutions. The beauty about a couple of years ago, I think we are in Durban, Mm. Um, uh one of the World AIDS Conferences in Durban. And I remember sitting in a room and we we're presenting sugar. And young students were... I think there was a question asked around, how has sugar helped you? And we had many, many young students in the room, you know, you know, you know giving us feedback in terms of what sugar managed for them, helped mm. them. It helped them engage sex education with a boyfriend, a girlfriend, with your mom and your dad. In black communities, not only black communities, by the way, but predominantly black communities, there's still something very taboo for you to go and have a sex talk with your mom or your dad. It still happens today. Mm -hmm. I know we think life has moved on, but it still happens today where we do have these communities that are still conservative Mm -hmm. um, and still holding back. Mm -hmm. And that's the power of this program. That's Mm -hmm. the power of storytelling. That's the power of storytelling, its ability to reflect the audience and also be done in a way where it's not a lecture.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah.
2: It yeah. resonates. It's a story. Yeah. Like you read it. You can now hear it on, on, on radio even. Yeah. Because we've got radio, radio versions. Yeah. And you can also watch it on TV mm. with your mom and your dad and your boyfriend and whoever else, mm. your brother, your sister, and have a conversation. And it drives engagement. And, and I think that's the power of what we've all managed to 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 commit to you yeah. Yeah. and 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 i know it's paramount that's something that we really are are you know are keen to con- continue to to push and, and support yeah yeah, yeah.
0: You know,
2: I, Yvette, this idea
1: of not lecturing but um, engaging telling stories i mean that that's been really central to the way you and i have try to build our advocacy over the years.
0: Yes, and and, and, and important that Monday mentions it, representation when you want to change the world is very important. In the work that we do, representation becomes the core of how you reach a certain uh, segment of, of a community or even a community at large. If the stories and in, in, in empty wish down south resonates with people in in Africa in the South, it's because the stories are real stories. Mm -hmm. It is something that we uh, we actually can relate to. But coming back to the issue around stories, I think it's important when we do tell stories, these stories, and I say this in my own peer education uh, and facilitation, is that your story needs to... Be authentic. Mm-hmm. It needs to be real. Somebody c- does not have to be able to cut poke holes in it. It's like Monday is this today and that tomorrow. It's that it has to be an authentic story and people has to relate to it. And that's the power of television. That's the power. When I grew up, I'm very old, guys. I'm forty-seven. Okay. Georgia might have <laughs> and I the idea you of what old is, but I. I literally appreciated edutainment, using uh, education and and uh, entertainment to educate. But it's important that the stories are real and authentic, and the people are not all grey and And it represents the culture. And that is what MTV Down South does. It represents the culture.
4: And if I can just add to that, is the authenticity for us is essential because we do want to create a mirror for our audience. So where we start, I mean, Stephanie mentioned the young girl who told me that you know when she watched MTV Sugar, she told me in the new storyline, someone had to die. Yeah. And when I asked her why, she said, because someone always dies in our life. Yeah. And, and we do formative research and, and actually we've been, I sat down today with a production company who are making the new series of MTV Sugar. And we were talking about, have you really read the formative research and how are you building everything that young people have said to us? Into script, so we have a fantastic um, relationship with two young women, and what we've been told is that the queer community want to see joy. Mm. They really want to see joy, and that that excites me because I think Mm. alongside the reality in in our lives, in in everyone's life, there is a a hodgepodge of emotions that go on, and some of that is joy, and we mustn't ever forget the joy. And I think that's essential to to do.
1: Do you know, there's something else about the MTV Sugars that uh, is really interesting. I mean, it's been a uh, a, a sort of a diving board for young actors' careers. I mean, you're the case in point, but there are others as well.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean... there's Lupita, there's Tuso. I mean, um, Tuso's doing amazing, you know, work uh, across globally right now. And um, I think that, you know, having MTV Sugar as just sort of the springboard in a lot of young people's career um, again speaks to the fact that it's not just about booking a role; it's about, you know, becoming an advocate. Um, it's about having a, a greater understanding I myself have much greater understanding and I'm still learning about global health matters and global health issues that I was I'd say like maybe like what I thought I knew versus what I now know is two completely different worlds you know and it kind of takes you from the school level like life orientation. I don't know if it's still called life orientation, but anyway, like life orientation subject, um, kind of just touching the surface level of, of, um, you know, sexual reproductive health issues and all these kinds of things, and really diving deep into real life issues that young people are facing and not just it being part of the curriculum so that we get it out the way and we teach it, but really diving in. And I think those stories, um, all the stories we tell aids that, that, uh, uh, communication and that conversation, you know, and so young people are able to go from the classroom and watch an episode of MTV Sugar and be informed on a much higher and deeper level,
1: which I think is 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 really gold.
3: I think mm. it's really helpful.
2: And you know, there's another part of oh, sorry, uh, Monday, I, 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 I wanted to add to that that there's 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 another element of magic mm-hmm. with the series that that I don't wanna I don't want it to go away without us touching on it. And that is the pan-Africanism of it. Mm-hmm. Because it is about <clears throat> it is about youth. It is for the youth. It is by the youth. But it is about the continent also and mm-hmm. about young people across the continent seeing themselves mm-hmm. in someone else in a different country. Yeah. yeah. So what this series is also doing is also unifying young mm-hmm. people across the continent. Mm. I'm going through a mental health issue in South Africa. I'm in... Uh, Tembisa, you are in Abuja, you're watching the same series, yeah. and you're going through the same things. And therefore, it's bringing us together. Yeah. And, and, and I think and I think that's something that we also did well with the um when we had COVID. Yeah.
4: You know, oh, yeah. together alone together. And the
2: Alone Together series. Yeah. You, you, you got multiple talent from multiple markets actually, you know, expressing what they're going yeah. through. And, in, and, and, and we are appreciating everyone's situation. Yeah. And I think that's the other magic that this series is doing.
4: And yeah, Can I add one more bit of magic? It, it
2: depends. What's the magic? <laughs>
4: it's the behind the camera. Yeah. yeah. And I think that's one of the things as well with MTV Sugar over the 12 years we've been going and MTV Nished in India is that we really think about who our crew are as much as our cast are. So in Nigeria, where we're filming at the moment, we have a talent accelerator program for young women. And we're trying to plug the holes where women take roles where they wouldn't normally take them. But also all of our cast and crew will go through sexual harassment training before we start filming. All of our cast will go through messaging and media training. Mm. And then what we've started to introduce, and I said to Stephanie yesterday, what we really should have done when Stephanie was on set is have an intimacy coordinator. Because I, I remember watching the footage when when Sulo and Sol were, when when Sol was raping Sulo and it was an edit and I didn't know Stephanie then and I phoned her up to ask if she was okay. That's not good enough on our part. What we do today is have an intimacy coordinator to make sure that particularly the young woman, but also the man as well, because I know that Ayanda, who played Sol, it was really difficult for him that they know everything they're going to do. It's choreography, that they are comfortable with it. And if they're not, they can They can say so. And so I think we've really established ground rules in the media industry about how to work in the right way. Yeah, Yeah. And that
0: makes me happy as a feminist, as an activist, that we are learning from our everyday experiences Mm -hmm. as a program. Mm -hmm. But also importantly is that I don't want us to lose also the part that I'm very passionate about, which is the peer educator's part, Mm -hmm. is that even though MTV Sugar and there's a lot of question about the impact of mass media. I come from the communications world as a uh, you know, and I know that with the peer educators program, you are adding so much value. I sometimes get onto social media and I see young people just in South Africa interacting on 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 the social medias around what played and what uh, how they feel and how they're participating in the program and that is a jam in itself mm-hmm. is that people can actually talk about what they saw in the previous episodes, or did I get it right? Was yeah. that rape, mm. was that, yeah. how do you feel that happen when that happened? Mm-hmm. Because it's a lot of things that this program brings out. Mm. It brings out, it, it can sometimes be triggering, it, but by having the peer educators around it, it gives an opportunity for community to have those touching points and I love that part about it and just want to say congrats to the team. I I don't know if it's
1: magic, but for much of our uh, viewers and listeners, we all work in the public health field, global public health field. And so, and I've said this to you in the past, Georgia, the bravery of MTV Staying Alive saying to the Gates Foundation, saying to the World Bank, saying to academic institutions right across the world, come in and evaluate us. Show us, you know, let's show, us, show you how this is working, what impact it's having. I think that's incredibly brave and, and has been a real hallmark. And, and just very briefly, Georgia, could you describe um, how that has played out?
4: Yeah, I'd say when I I started MTV Staying Alive, I persuaded some very brave funders that on the basis of my gut and having the use of the MTV brand, if they invested in what we were doing, that we could help change lives um, and give young people, lay out the choices that they have in their world. Mm. But today you can't really act on your gut. Um, the, The communications world has changed and you have to be able to prove impact. What we've seen in the last 12 years with MTV Sugar is all of our sugars today have been evaluated. And even though all the evaluations are different, what we know is if you've been exposed to MTV Sugar, whether it's South Africa or Nigeria or Kenya, you're twice as likely to get tested for HIV. We know that young women are 55% less likely to have chlamydia and that young men are more than 20% less likely to think that it's okay to hit your partner.
1: Mm. Sure. Mm. Yeah, that is... Really, it sort of really gets you there, doesn't it? Yeah. But uh, you know, things can never stay the same; they always have to change, and that's one of the reasons why we're here in Johannesburg this week. We got two bits of news, um, and uh, I guess, Georgia, you're the one to to to, to tell us. Am I us.
0: getting a role?
1: No, you're <laughs> not gonna get your role in a
0: minute. sorry. Okay. <laughs> I thought I'm getting a role in. Uh... <laughs>
1: Yeah, MTV. Yes, MTV up okay. north for older people <laughs> starring and
4: but, By the way, we think it's really important to have role mo- older role models in our series. It's tell not just about young Let's people. Let's talk to him. Yes. <laughs> just tell
1: him. Uh, so anyway, so so first bit of news. Oh, first bit of news. No, I'm going to ask you to tell oh. <laughs> <laughs> Have I got this, this is, wrong? No, no, you haven't got it wrong. This is the way Georgia and I interact. Always has been since we've known each other <laughs> since the mid '90s. But um, the one thing I'm just really excited about, given that I'm now an American at the end of my sort of journeys and I'm I'm based in the United States and so I'm a U.S. citizen, it is possible that MTV Sugar may finally be coming to America.
4: It is. Um, we are announcing that Sugar Baltimore. Um, has been greenlit by CBS Studios um, to be developed. So I'm not getting too excited because the development process is a process. But what's really exciting is that this format that is birthed in Africa, that is African through and through, um, is now going to be in the US. Um, called Sugar Baltimore. And it will look very different in the same way that MTV Nishad in India looks very different, but it will also have the essence of what sugar is. Yeah. And it's. I'm so excited. And, and it's been something I've been working on for quite some time. Mm. Um, and we've broken through, which is fantastic. Yeah. yeah.
1: And, and I wanted to ask you, Monday, about this, because t- to me, this feels like MTV Sugar Down South tells... MTV Sugar up north, how it's really like, and how you learn from uh, from those experiences. And to your earlier point about the dynamism, the, the the extraordinary vibrancy of content creation happening in different parts of the continent, how do you see this being perhaps the vanguard of a of a broader movement to bring? Um, uh, this creativity to perhaps slightly
2: tireder markets. No, absolutely. I think I think it's part of just the journey that we all have committed to in terms of you know being you know creatives from the continent that are now being able to tell stories broadly to the world. Um, I think Africa is. It's your time is now. You know, I'm just thinking of that brand, Africa. Your time is now, but it is truly Africa's time. We've got. Uh, you know, great diversity in terms of storytelling. We've got a deep legacy in terms of culture and heritage that if you now look in the music space, you look at Afrobeats, you look at Amapiano, uh, those genres are taking on the world. Those genres are being mimicked by great Hollywood and R&B and hip hop stars are now taking, you know, taking African culture to that level. And that's something we should embrace because yeah. what it then does is that it creates a new opportunity of excellence for the African child. Mm-hmm. That's, what it, that's what it does. It yeah. showcases really the magic, like I said. It showcases our beautiful rainbow as, 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 as a continent. Mm-hmm. You know, it shows our color, you know. And, 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 and I think the time is now because there's a, there's a lot of amazing leadership Creativity, talent, the, 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 you know, in, in front of screen, behind the screen mm-hmm. from the continent that is now doing a lot of work, you know, in the US, in the UK, everywhere else. And, and, and I think it's, 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 just the coming of age for African storytelling. Yeah. Um, we, you know, I, I do selfishly with my board hat always say that, um, MTV Sugar was Wakandaring <laughs> before Wakanda was. Yeah. Okay. Um, so 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 and 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 it's it's great. I think it's been a, a vision that as a board we've all shared this vision of how do we expand this. Um, and I'm glad that even funders are seeing this some opportunity because there's a there's 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 a, a, a black British community out there that needs to be heard and seen. Mm. There's a African American community out there. It needs to be heard and seen differently, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and home is where it is for them. You know, mm-hmm. so they, they, there's a lot of solutions that, that I think the world is looking to the continent for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm glad that we have this amazing property mm-hmm. and model and really authenticity of storytelling uh, and social wellness uh, impact that, that, that we have in, 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 in Sugar that, that is now going to touch all corners of the world, yeah,
3: um,
2: including Eastern Europe, yeah. you know, yeah. if there's, there's so much in the world that, that that I think we as Africans are able to bring to the world. And, and the time is now. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> totally.
1: Oh, and there's one other announcement. Um, earlier in the week, Steph and I had to put a, a statement out to the world. <sighs> but... Um, <laughs> We should uh, well let's hear it from the horse's mouth.
4: Yes. I was hoping for some tears first. Real oh, no, tears. I'm, I'm, oh well,
2: on. <laughs> he's been holding them back, believe me.
4: So um well, next year is our twenty-fifth anniversary on the first of December, and um at some point next year I will be stepping down as the co-founder and executive director. I guess I always get to be the co-founder, which is lovely, but it is time. Um, I believe that I'll be leaving the organization in a really strong place. We have campaigns going on in South Africa, Nigeria, India, possibly some more to come. um, And hopefully Sugar Baltimore will be in production. And I think it's the best time. And my hope is that the board will find an incredible person to take over, Mm -hmm. who is someone who has the experience of the communities that we work in. And I think that, you know, when we talk about authenticity, when we talk about lived experience, um, you know, for me, the what you were saying before about how Africans, it is their time, that they're coming out, that they are finding their place where they should always have had their place. Um, my hope is that we will see that here running the organisation. Yeah.
1: Well, I know we wish you the very best and I, can't wait to see what you do next. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, Monday, Yvette, Steph and I, we, 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 we're gonna be, we're very optimistic we'll find a super successor to you, but. Yes. How are you feeling about it?
3: Um, I'm devastated. I'm joking. No, (laughs) Um, I'm very excited. I think that um, I've known Georgia for, I mean, not as long as you've known Georgia, but for long enough to, you know, to kind of be excited for you and with you. I think that you've done absolutely amazing job with the organization. Um, thus far. And so, yeah, I think that it's time. And I think that it's an exciting time for the organization to be able to transition and for someone else to step in and, you know, introduce new, mm-hmm. um, you know, some new things that maybe we haven't even thought of and take the organization in um Possibly a different direction or in another direction that you know could be also um, able to elevate the organization that much more. So I think I'm excited for you. I'm excited with you, and I think that it's not the last that we're going to be seeing of you. You know, or being in touch uh, with you. So I think it's great news. That's yeah. that's.
1: How I feel. And 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 maybe the um, successor will find a role for my sister's <laughs>
0: spin-off series. Yes, but I, I need to say to Georgia, uh, congratulations on making that step. For me, it is a brave step as somebody who is also a founder. Mm-hmm. And just when I left the organization that I founded, I thought, how are they going to survive? And they're surviving yeah. okay. And maybe that would be the part where you feel in your own history, and your own personal a space, that. I did something there. Mm -hmm. I did it when the time was right for Africa.
3: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Cost. You've got the role.
0: role. So look, we're coming
1: up to the top of the hour. Is there anything that we've missed? Anything that you'd want to add? I
2: just wanted to also just thank Georgia, to be honest. Just personally thank Georgia. I think, um, you know, it's been an amazing, amazing partnership with Georgia. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, of course, from the MTV side of things, from the Paramount side of things, she's been an important cog. Uh, to bring us along as partners, yeah. um, and 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 co- and we continue to just commit to this journey. Um, and I think similarly, I think you know all the other partners, you know, in our ecosystem are equally you know uh, you know grateful um, you know for for just how you've just managed everyone yeah. over the years, and and that's something we'll still continue to lean on you for. Um, but yeah, but just a <laughs> big congratulations and thank you also from us. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah.
2: Steph, anything that.
3: Um, no, I think I just echo what, you know, Monde is saying. It's just that um, it's been a great <laughs> partnership. you okay. <laughs>
4: <laughs> the emotions um, getting to yeah.
3: me. <laughs> um, and, yeah, and just that uh, we look forward to to still working together in whatever ways we'll be working together. Um, But I think yeah, more than anything, I'm just excited to see what the organization is like, what we're going to be doing, what we're going to be getting up to and just yeah, take over the entire world,
1: really. Oh, totally. And take over whatever uh, social media town square we may have next year, which (laughs) doesn't involve the blue bird. (laughs) So anything else that you think we ought to cover? Here we are in Joburg. Anything else our audience ought to know about how fantastic everything is here? Um, he says, looking at Steph.
3: No, Job. He, said, yeah, he says, looking at me. <laughs> <laughs> Not Actually,
1: totally. I was going to ask you, do you, can you recommend a South African men's aftershave?
3: South African men's aftershaves. Yes. Ben, do you really Old think spice. you should not be asking <laughs> Monday that you go
1: well, I, you're Well, you're the personality in the YouTube. Oh, I, you and your husband.
3: I have no idea. No idea? No, but you know what? I will find out for you and I will I will, I will make a list. I'll email you. Oh, thank you. You're yeah. welcome. Well, I'll just throw
1: it at you then, Andrew.
2: I know nothing about aftershaves. <laughs> but... Uh, Steph is on the case, so there's, there's I'm, that's I'm honored. Great. I'm yeah. honored. Yeah, yeah. Well, okay. I think I think I think from, from my African. side, just to, just to kind of wrap up on my side, is, is we're looking forward to a new season. Uh-huh. I think we've got a great production partner uh, who's going to bring new elements at play. Um, I think I think I think the market's been waiting and hungry for 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 another season. Mm-hmm. So it's fantastic to see that you know Nigeria's busy. You know, um, um, you know, obviously, down south is also busy. So, so I think there's there's just a lot of magic. Uh, I think to just get another season in, in market, um, you know. So on the MTV base, MTV, you know, MTV side of of of, of the network, we we're ready to push, uh, engage, drive engagement, and make sure that we continue to just uh, you know get the work and messaging out there, uh-huh. um, yeah. and that can yeah. really reach. Reach, uh, reach our audiences. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. And a shot in the arm podcast would not be complete without a without a pitch and a plug for Posy. Here I am wearing my fantastic Posy shirt, <laughs> and here is the founder of Posy, our sister <laughs> Yvette Raphael. So,
0: yes, definitely exciting exciting times for not only Posy, but for the fact that, like you say, the time for Africa is now. I am sitting here wearing. And African clothes made in Africa, made by Africans, made by South Africans yeah. from head to toe. And it's an exciting time. I went to New York and I refused to buy anything because I thought I'll spend it on more drip. <laughs> <Yay>. <laughs> right.
1: So with that, I guess we, uh, we bring the episode to a close. If yes,
0: it. yes. Uh... Very beautiful discussion we had here, and I'm excited for what the future holds for all of us.
1: Yes. So, well, thanks to our guests, and uh, thanks to you for joining us. Um, in the show notes, you'll find much more information about MTV Staying Alive, about Posi, about MTV Base, and of course, um, uh, the Onluvos Uncut um, on YouTube. So, with that, have a great week and a safe
2: week, everyone.